0: Right, all right, it's Real Life Real Equity with your host, Justin and Keisha Brooks. Welcome to the show. Our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs showwinning winning in both life and business. As real estate investors, our mission is to model, educate, and inspire you to act by sharing easy to implement tools, ideas, and information to add more worth to your net worth more cash to your cash flow helping you achieve your goals in less time
1: that's right since we have grown with real life real equity we have learned from our listening audience and our guests that entrepreneurship is full of trials tribulations and resilience with that being said we are going to email all of our listeners a free copy of the book resilience turning your setback into a comeback
0: this book is full of powerful testimonies from unstoppable super achievers sharing their stories of resilience with it being endorsed by Brian Tracy and Tom Ziegler, the entrepreneurs, NFL players, speakers, and authors in the book will share with you their first-hand accounts of how resilience put them on the path to success. It's simple. Send us an email to resilience at reallifeworldequity.com. Welcome to the show. All right, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Welcome back. So today we're going to talk about a concept that we, both Keisha and I, keep at the forefront of our mind whenever we're making a decision whenever we're talking to somebody new and it's a concept that we probably have touched on briefly and it's definitely a book we've talked about um, but it's from the book principles by ray dalio yes and so in the book he talks about several things and i think everybody actually i know everybody uses what we're going to talk about when it comes to the term believability,
1: correct, correct. And so Ray Dalio defines believability as people who have been successful on a repeat basis. So more than once, up to about three times. So they have a track record of consistency and being successful.
0: Yeah. So, you know, he, they have somebody who's done it before. Right, right, correct. But let's talk about that for a second. And I'm not saying that Ray Dalio is wrong. We never do that, right? Correct. So Robert Kiyosaki talks about being able to stand on the edge of the coin and look at both sides. There's always three sides of every coin. There's the left side, the right side, and then the edge. Correct. Okay. So if you stand on the edge, you can see both sides, both perspectives. Now Ray Dalio talks about having three successes. That doesn't mean he's always successful or that doesn't mean you have to follow somebody with the believability of always successful. Correct. Um, That's kind of kind of what we want to talk about today. There is a lot of people out there who are especially on social media is one of the reasons we start this podcast on social media. They look like they got it all. Um, You know, there's even the people that we consider heroes. Keisha and I consider heroes in business and in life. They have their own set of problems. Right, correct. And I think that as achievers, we hold ourselves to such high standards that we never give ourselves the opportunity to fail. And then when we do fail, we feel less of ourselves like we can't talk to someone because we're not successful in every single right, in every single thing we do.
1: Right, right. We give ourselves our own pity party. Yeah,
0: but not only that, it's just like... Okay, so now that I've went through this hard time, I'm not credible enough to talk to or in Ray Dalio's words, believable enough to talk to someone about what it is that i know from both success and failure and i think a lot of times as entrepreneurs we spend more time on our failures than we do our successes yeah we talked to felicia about that a couple of weeks ago right um, on a podcast where she talked about how we've had this conversation with her before but you know sometimes as entrepreneurs we have to tell ourselves we're awesome
1: correct yeah (laughs) and
0: it doesn't matter what people think of you the problem is we have to think of ourselves in a more positive manner right so what am i getting at what i'm saying is as entrepreneurs sometimes you can have the ability to speak into somebody's life adding positivity to their life adding value to their life that they would otherwise not get so it is your responsibility at every moment to not think about yourself if you had three successes in whatever given arena you're in you fall into what Ray Dalio calls believability. Right. And you are a person that somebody else should model after whether you've had failures, whether you've had all success. But you've had at least 3 successes. We've had multiple successes, Correct. more than 3 successes. Yes. But we've had some pretty big failures.
1: Well, and then I also know this with us is that the failures is what builds the experience, that's what establishes the story, and that's what helps a lot of your entrepreneurs. They want to hear you say, "Oh my God! You you actually did fail at something." Yes, we've had that happen to us where we've sat down with individuals and they have been like, "Oh, you you made mistakes." <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: because it, it's it's reality. You know, we don't want to be the people that are behind the microphone who only talk about the good of entrepreneurship, who only talk about the successes we've had. We've had some pretty interesting failures, but not only that, we want to unveil some stuff. Like, here's the deal: if you're watching say, YouTube or Facebook or, you know, any other social media platform and you're seeing the Gary Vaynerchuk's of the world and the Tony Robbins and the and, uh, Robert Kiyosaki's and the, you know, Dave Ramsey's and all of these people out there on social media who are telling you all the things that you can do to be better, you kind of feel like, you know, you're inadequate when you're not hitting that measure. All right. But if you were to sit down and talk to a lot of them individually, And I can vouch for this from personal experience because I've talked to at least one of those people. I'm not going to say which one. And, you know, you have the opportunity to listen to where they made their mistakes. They'll tell you, I've lost money on XYZ Project. You know, there was a guy that we talked about last week or a week before that. And they said he went 20 million plus and then dropped to negative five. I mean, like, there are... Massive amounts of success, and there's a quote that I read in high school, and it said, your success is nothing more than a monument of failures that you stand on top of.
1: Wow. That, that stands true to that today. <laughs> yeah. And
0: you cannot have success without failure. Robert Kiyosaki talks about it as counterparty risk. You can't have assets without liabilities. You can't have risk without reward. You can't have uh, success without failure. They're all interlinked. Okay. Right. So how do you choose A model how do you choose somebody who's believable how do you know when to go after that person well like we said there's the success versus failure are you interested in talking to someone who has failed yeah or do you want to only hear from the guy who succeeded if anybody tells me that they're going to do a real estate deal and they've never failed on the real estate deal i'm turning around and walking away because the likelihood is that they're gonna fail sometime in the future, and I don't wanna be the guy who's giving them the money and they fail with my money. Yeah. I'd much rather them fail with my money if they've already failed in the past and had successes after. Yeah. Because here's the deal you are not what you are in that moment. You're an accumulation of all your past experiences, both good and bad, and then you are whatever you want yourself to be in the future.
1: That's so true. It makes me think about if you look at, you know, sports or the Olympics or something like right. that, you know, you have those individuals who have consistently won. And then all of a sudden when they lose, it's like, man, you know, you've held them to this standard, but you see them overcome that. Right. And come back and win right. again. Right. And that, that's where you build that story. You build the experience.
0: I agree. 100%. Now, let's, let's really think about this from a financial perspective because we're finance people we're real estate people we like to talk business and entrepreneurship look at the guy who has made 70 million dollars from the lotto look at the lotto winners mm, yeah. the lotto winners are a great example of believable people they are not necessarily believable people yeah, yeah they may be multi-millionaires but what experiences in the past what failures what failures did they experience that helped them grow into the person they became you see it's not the successes that make you successful it's the failures that make you successful i'm going to say that again because repetition is the mother of all learning yeah it's the failures that create the successful person in the future if you don't know how to overcome a failure If you don't know how to overcome a failure that you've had in the past and you're bound to repeat failure, you're bound to repeat the same test at some point in your life. Ray Dalio talks about in his book principles. We only have a few of the quote unquote those things, Mm. you know, it's only a few. And there's typically a few variations of those things. So in the grand scheme of things, that's why I wrote the book principles. If you have a principle based lifestyle where you write down every time you've had one of those things, you can actually create principles to overcome and navigate through those circumstances before you ever have to worry about figuring them out emotionally.
1: That is real good. It just, while you were talking, it made me think about those great individuals like Gandhi or Muhammad Ali and the things that they have gone through, the failures that they had to go through. Even though they had such an image to society, there was these other underlining things that they went through, which made them great individuals.
0: And And it's interesting that We hold even the people that are in our lives to such a high standard. Like I know as an achiever, I have to really watch how I hold people in my life to uh, certain standards, because a lot of times I've read so much. I've studied so much that I'll try to hold somebody to a level of one of the books I've read or one of the seminars I've attended, one of the conferences I've been at. A lot of people are different. Everybody's different. Yeah. You know, you can't hold people to the standard of a book, you know, and we can only strive to be perfect. We cannot be perfect. There is no such thing as true perfection. Jim Rohn talks about not not achieving success for the success, but the success for the person you become. You know, he said, have a goal to be a millionaire, not for the million dollars that you get, but for the person you become and getting that million dollars. Like we said, it's all about how you get to where you're going based off of how you respond to your past
1: that's right it could be a very humbling experience
0: so when we start to talk about like a principle-based decision making philosophy or believability choosing a model when we start to make all of these decisions how do you make a decision on who to believe and who not to believe again you look at their past successes and their past failures you have to choose somebody who's believable so are they doing what it is you want to do We follow Tony Robbins' formula for success in modeling successful people, and it goes into believability. Do they have three successes minimum, which is Ray Dalio's philosophy? That's Ray Dalio's definition, billionaire. And then we go into Tony Robbins, Ray Dalio's good friend. He defines modeling as uh, essentially being able to follow somebody who's successful and following their strategies that work for them engaging in decision-making as if they are engaging in decision-making. So following your models, decision-making strategies, um, anybody can do it. And, and he talks about that. He says, anybody can do it provided you're willing to put in the time and the work. He said, you have to study the successful people in your life. And if you study their path to success, you can emulate their efforts. You don't have to have all the answers.
1: That is so true. There's really no point in trying to reinvent the wheel. There are so many successful individuals out there that you can follow and just use their methods step by step to gain your own success.
0: So when you do find a model, how do you go about making decisions toward whatever your future goal is? Right. And this goes along with how to kind of complete the circle right so if we start with believability you know choosing who's a believable model to follow then making principle-based decisions based off of that model strategy how do you determine what it is that you want to model i mean like you know everybody talks about their passion and following your passion following your heart well i can guarantee you that if you have a passion for something there's another person at least one Who has a similar or same passion for what you believe.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: There's a really interesting way that I learned quite a while back. It was in a success magazine uh, CD insert Uh, back in the day they had. And I don't know. I haven't subscribed to success magazine in a very long time. But back in the day, probably 10 years ago, they had uh, these CD inserts. And inside of the success magazines, they would highlight. Uh, in these different CDs, the people in the magazine, sometimes they would have these different special guests. And it was real interesting. It's probably like the podcast of, uh, you know, five to 10 years ago, but it was really interesting uh, when they would interview these guys, there was one particular that said, if it's not a heck yes, he actually said something else, but he said, if it's not a heck yes, it's a quick no. And I've kept that ever since.
1: Ooh, that's real good. Because, you know, there's really no point in dwelling on what the outcome could or should be. You already know from the start whether it's a yes or no. So don't waste the time trying to figure out the alternative of, well, if it's yes, then maybe this could happen. Or if it's no, then maybe this could happen. Just make the decision right then and there don't
0: waste time warren buffett put it another way he said he typically says no to more than he says yes to but i remember hearing i don't know if it was an article i read by steve jobs or you know i'm sure i've read multiple people who've said this but a lot of the successful people say in the beginning you have to say yes to more things than you say no to and as you become more successful You have to say no to more things than you say yes to. So it turns. It's actually the opposite. The more success you get. And the reason being is once you get to be successful, even once you get to be perceived as successful, many times people will bring you more opportunities than you know what to do with or want to do with. And that's why these successful people say no a lot more than they say yes. And that's why this guy said, if it's not a heck yes, it's a quick no, because you have to be able to make decisions rather rapidly towards whatever it is you're going after. You can't sit by idly brewing over something you need to say yes to really quickly. And you can't say no and take a long time. There's a a big thing in business. And I know a lot of the successful people that we've talked to have said the same thing. The longer you wait to say no to someone, especially someone with a value that is high, you know, somebody that you're trying to model after, somebody that you're trying to get to mentor you, somebody that you want to be in business with or network with, a relationship with, the longer it takes you to say no, the worse it gets because indecision is going to be the thing that can kill a relationship quicker than you could possibly imagine, Not being able to be decisive. That's why this heck yes or quick no is so important.
1: Yeah, it's so crucial. And the more you get in the habit of doing it quickly, making that decision, the better your outcomes will become as you continue to make decisions. So your decision making process will become easier.
0: So with that being said, we want to kind of sum it up. Okay, so we talked about believability
1: and then we discussed choosing a model
0: we also talked about principle-based decision making and then we talked about if it's not a quick yes or if it's not a heck yes it's a quick no right those are four things that you can use to build not only a good model like following somebody who's successful but it's also a way to make principle-based decisions, and to get to where you want when it comes to being passionate, starting a new business, um, whatever the case may be, by using the, if it's not a heck yes, it's a quick no kind of philosophy towards making a decision. Now, the biggest thing, the biggest thing that we wanted to hit on today was the idea that not every successful person is always successful. The reality is a lot of them have been failures or have failed at face temporary defeat, as Napoleon Hill would say in Think and Grow Rich, have faced temporary defeat more often than they have succeeded. And by accepting their temporary defeat, learning from their temporary defeat, been able to make better decisions in the future when that same scenario comes up again, because as we learn from Ray Dalio in principles, there's only a few set things that happen in your life, and there's small variations. So if you create a principle-based lifestyle, you can know whenever the similar kind of thing comes up what to do based off of something that happened in the past, because you're not going to face a whole bunch of new things throughout your life. It's going to be relatively small amounts of the same thing. And then we talked about having the ability to then model after somebody who succeeded, because once you model after somebody who has succeeded, you don't have to worry about whether or not you're making the right decision, because you use the strategies of somebody who succeeded in the past Based off of your failures, I mean, like, let's use an example real quickly. Steve Jobs failed or Steve Jobs got kicked out of his company, Apple, in the beginning of his career. If you're facing a life altering decision where you got fired from your job, model after somebody who's gotten fired from their job and came back and been successful. That's what we're talking about when we talk about finding a model and finding somebody who's had a failure. That's what we're talking about. Not letting failure be a failure, but letting it be a seed for an equivalent or greater success.
1: With that being said, we want to keep it real when others don't. That's the name of the game. We want to show real life examples, real problems, real solutions, real life, real equity. We look forward to you joining us again next week.
0: Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request.
1: Again, that's realliferealequity.com. Or send us an email at info
0: at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.